The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present. The Diane Ray Show. Welcome, everybody. I'm so glad you can join me for the show today. Excited to be back home and uh, in my little makeshift studio here. I had spent a week at the Parliament of World Religions in Toronto. That was just an unbelievable, transformative experience. I got a ton of interviews. I talked to everybody from uh, Buddhists, Hindus, pagans, uh, channelers, people in between, any kind of faith tradition that you can imagine. There were over 200 there at this event. And I'm I'm compiling these interviews as we speak, and I'm putting them together in a special that I'm going to be airing in December. So stay tuned for that. And uh, just excited about my guest today. So I'm really glad that you guys could tune in and check this out. Because a lot of people that I I come across, people that I've talked to over the years um, when I was at Hay House, were really interested in doing a spiritually based business. People really feel called to do something that they love to do. So that's why I'm really happy to have my guest on today. His name's Mooney Said, and he's a spiritual entrepreneur. What is that? Well, we're going to unpack that in the next hour. So if you're skeptical that you can make a living as a coach, a life coach, an oracle card reader, or an intuitive, Mooney today is going to prove you wrong and give you some ideas on how to start a business and take the next step in working for yourself. And Mooney is a sought-after speaker. He's an event producer, coach, and business strategist for personal development and spiritual businesses of all sizes. So no biz too small for Mooney. And Mooney started his career as a junior content coordinator for Tony Robbins, and he worked his way up to main room manager for Tony's international tour of sold-out seminars and events. So if you've ever seen a Tony Robbins event, you know how big those things are and just how, how crazy and intense they are. And he was also a project launch manager for Hay House Publishing and worked to help create their online course programs, as well as other products for people like Louise Hay, Denise Lynn, Mike Dooley, Debbie Ford, Jan Van Zandt, just to name a few. And he's now on his own working with entrepreneurs seeking to make a living doing what they love. So that's why I'm happy to really have him here today to share his knowledge. So thanks for joining me, Mooney, and and everybody here at Unity Online Radio. Thank you, Diane. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited to be sharing all of this information. I know. You've got quite the story to share. This is great. So I think first we should let people know that uh, there is such a thing as a spiritual entrepreneur. It's not a bad thing to be spiritual and still want to be successful and and make money. So give me your different definition of spiritual entrepreneur. I think for me, a spiritual entrepreneur, as we continue moving into this space and this space continues to grow because the industry 
that's the, the thing everybody you know wants to talk about or needs to talk about is that the spiritual industry and spirituality is growing. More and more people are looking to that for answers, for healing, for hope, for guidance. So for me, a spiritual entrepreneur is anybody who's taking their story of transformation or their favorite way to heal or their favorite way to bring peace or calm or tranquility or growth or guidance or intuition or any of those special gifts that we all have to bring those to the forefront of what they can offer people, share their story, share their transformation and bring about change in other people, help change the world, help change their environments, help change their neighbors, you know, help change everybody out there who's seeking this kind of, of healing and guidance. And there are a lot of people, like you said, that are interested in getting into this line of work. I mean, what what attracted you to working in this genre? So for me, it was what a lot of people describe. It was very guided. It was something that I didn't plan. It all kind of unfolded in front of me and it became what my life was going to be about. So, you know, when I was working in New York before I graduated college, I was working at a law firm that, that um, specialized in blocking people seeking healing. So it was an insurance company that said, no, you can't have acupuncture. You can't have chiropractic. You can't have this. You can't have that. And I was really, really good at telling people, no, you can't have healing. And everything about my life was falling apart at that time. You know, I was drinking. I was doing drugs. I was just like all over the place, you know, burning friendships, burning bridges, angry, frustrated, unhealthy, like all the things that you associate with not being on the path that you should be on, right? So um, fortunately, life had plans for me and I was I was let go from that job because I wasn't planning to go to law school. Uh, and I was left with the choice of, okay, well, I stay in New York and try to figure it out, but I don't like how I am here. Or I'd been recently introduced to some distant relatives and they had said quite strangely, you know, come stay with us in San Diego if you don't have any plans after college. So I ended up packing up all my stuff and moving to San Diego and did this big road trip and visited family. And I bought a car from my brother for a dollar that he was trying to get rid of and kind of like made my way across the country and got to San Diego. And the minute I sat down on the couch, there was a commercial for a job fair. And I said, well, I may as well go get a job since I'm here and it can't be a mistake that this commercial just popped up randomly. So I went down to the San Diego Convention Center uh, and there was a huge job fair and it was all you know, great jobs like, you know, Terminix or sales, you know, real estate sales websites and, you know, all sorts of California things. And there was this booth from Tony Robbins. So I was very, you know, cocky New Yorker, just walked up and said, ha I'll just, I'll go talk to them and I'll laugh about it with my friends later. And I ended up just walking right up and I don't know where it came from, but it kind of fell out of my mouth. Hey, my name is Mooney. I'm a journalism graduate and I want a job in writing and I love to travel and, and, you know, kind of just it all came out, right? And uh, the woman behind the table, uh, her eyes got really big and she said, don't talk to anyone else. Um, I'm going to call you on Monday. And then from there, it was, you know, seven interviews with the entire creative team. And then I had this job and it was very much out of nowhere. And I didn't know anything about personal development. I didn't know anything about spirituality. And I didn't know anything about anything. I just knew that I wanted to make a difference. And then at that job at Tony Robbins, I was exposed to so many things that led me towards this path. At that time, Tony was very much about personal development and peak performance. But right as I was kind of coming into the space there, he started exploring this concept of the oneness Diksha blessing, which I'd never experienced anything like this before ever. Um, and the concept is, is that it aligns the energy between the two halves of your brain and helps unlock this spiritual channel. And so here I am, 
you know, like doing these like hardcore personal development events. And all of a sudden this spiritual piece is coming into it and it's all based in India. And I kept saying to myself, it can't be a coincidence that all of this is happening in this timeline. And so I got to be there for a large part of that introduction to that peak performance and spirituality and how the interplay, you know, works between both of them and how you kind of need both in order to be fully balanced as a person, as an entrepreneur, as a, as, as being great at anything, you need to have both of those pieces and everything else just started to unfold again from there. So it's been a very guided journey, not by me, uh, but I've right. definitely been following the signs and the little cosmic breadcrumbs that keep leading me forward in my career. That's so interesting that you landed at that that particular place with Tony Robbins, because as you soon found out, you know, he is like, you know, one of the biggest, uh, I mean, if, if not the biggest self-help, you know, speaker, author. I mean, he had that huge book. Um, was it Awaken the Power Within? Awaken the Power yeah, Within and then Ultimate Power, I think, was the other one. Um, I mean, he's had several. Yeah. Several books and, you know, countless programs and events all over the world and you know, it's it, there's so much packed into the work that he does that that is part of that conscious mind. It's that new way of thinking and that new way of being and the new way of doing. And then to have it also balanced out with this spiritual exploration of what is oneness? How connected are we? You know, why do we need to have this spiritual component in order to feel complete? That answered a lot of questions I think I had been looking for my entire life of why I was so kind of off balanced and unhappy or angry or dissatisfied or just lost, if you want to put it in those terms. And this definitely brought everything into focus to say, look, you really can have both. And then as I discovered and became more of a spiritual entrepreneur myself, you need to have both that balance of, you know, that peak performance and that spiritual component to make it work if you're going to be in this space. Right. So you learned a lot from him, needless oh, to yeah. say, about, I, I about everything. Yeah, yeah, I get to be fortunate uh, fortunate enough to say that I got some direct feedback from him once that really transformed my life. And uh, it's like million dollar advice from that guy. But, you know, there's something that I was doing. It was totally a blind spot thing. Uh, and he noticed it, saw it, and, you know, called me out with a big, you know, banana pants finger in my face. You know, <laughs> quit doing that thing. And he's like, when Tony Robbins tells you to stop doing something, you're going to stop right, doing Right, you stop. <laughs> so I had my shallow <laughs> hell moment with him. And it really That's did great. transform it transformed the way that I relate to other people because there was, again, there was something in me that I wasn't even aware of that I was constantly trying to reconnect and reconnect and reconnect with people. And it was creating an energy that I didn't want to put out there. And so I would learn much later when I was working at Hay House with you and with Louise, that that energy is so important about what you put out there about what attracts back to you. So it was a really transformative occurrence for me in my life that kind of helped keep guiding me along the way. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's similar to my experience of when I first came over to Hay House. And, you know, I'd been, I was familiar with Louise. And of course, I knew who Dr. Wayne Dyer was, and some of the other authors just in my own, you know, attempts at, uh, at self help and personal growth, you know, I had all of those books on my bookshelf, but um, really, really being there and be able being able to see people in action and, and learning from Louise. And um, I mean, I definitely learned a lot from her. You know, she she walked the walk. That's for sure. I mean, if yes. you said something negative, you know, she would spin it like, "What? You know, why did you say that? Don't say it like that. Say it like this." So she was very conscious of, you know, saying what, uh, what you meant affirmatively. You know, the affirmations and everything um, really worked. But what I did notice, what I want to kind of tie into the business end was, 
you know, the, the whole time that I was there and, and people would call into the radio network and so many people were asking, how do I change my life? How do I change my career? How can I, you know, can I really make a living as, you know, a uh, Oracle card reader, angel card reader, or, you know, personal coach, or I really want to help people. So I heard that refrain, you know, over and over. And then now you're really working with people to kind of guide them you know, on that path, you know, taking everything that you've learned, you know, from Tony, from Louise and all the other people that you've interacted with over the years. So do you think that that's really, I mean, that seems to be really an important thing to people, especially as you get a little older, that you want to do something with meaning, you know, just, just clocking in and, and checking out, you know, for the day just doesn't cut it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that are happening all at once. On one level, one of the things I'm noticing is that especially in this time period, that um, there's an awakening that's happening. I think we've all agreed that there's a global movement of spirituality and that it's all coming to the forefront and people are more comfortable talking about it and sharing it on social media and being a part of groups and being a part of different online communities. So it's not like a hush-hush secret thing anymore. Um, It's becoming very kind of common, especially in like the millennial generation, but also in all generations. Now all of a sudden we can talk about it and have fun with it and share our stories and our unbelievable coincidences that are really synchronicities. And so what's great about that is, is that whole narrative of what was passed down to us of, you know, go to high school, graduate college, get a job, get married, get a house, have 2.5 kids, you know, the dog, the everything. That's still amazing. But what happens after that? And so that after that period now is what a lot of people are exploring into what do what resonates with me? What do I what am I attracted to? What do I get excited about? You know, what teacher out there do I love to follow? What uplifts me? What keeps me excited about life? And as people start to explore that more and more people are finding something that really clicks for them. And so to keep it to yourself, when you find something that you're really excited about, that's bringing you healing and bringing you peace or the the friends and families that you're sharing it with or bringing them the change that they're looking for, that's a clear signal that you're on the path to be able to start sharing this with more people. And I think we'll see more and more of that happening um, as as time continues to go on because the technology is becoming easier and there's there's more of a, a an acceptance of it. People that are athletes, people that are business people, people that are peak performers are all using spiritual practice to, to outperform other people. So it's all relevant in a way that I think it's maybe never been before, and it's accessible. Right. No, that's so true. Like you hear about uh, Jerry Seinfeld speaking openly that he practices TM, you know, yeah. transcendental meditation, and has for years. Um, other other people, peak performers, I think Elon Musk. Um, who's the film director, David Lynch. I mean, there's a lot of of people in popular culture, even Howard Stern has talked about his meditation practice. So it's not, things like that are not just woo-woo anymore. And also I think that people, you know, the days of having like that one job where you would just clock in for 20 years and get your gold watch and all that, that's all out the window. (laughs) Or I've noticed it has been for several years, you know, when people go through changes and, and metamorphosis and, you know, what was okay for them for so many years as a career is not anymore. And like you're saying, they, people want to, to do more and they find something that excites them and and they want to share it. And now it's more possible than ever to really have a business and a career and, and actually make a little money. 
exactly. And, you know, that's that's the part that everyone's kind of looking for. One thing to remember is that, you know, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, all of these teachers that we know and love did not like full, you know, appear fully formed, you know, out of the ocean. You know what I mean? They all had to work <laughs> right. and they had to strive to get to yes. where they are. And they started exactly where all of us have started, which is you have this kind of wish or this hope or this prayer or this dream. And then you follow those cosmic breadcrumbs forward and forward and forward and forward. And if one door closes, a window opens. And if one window closes, you know, then there's a little, I don't even know, garage door opening or a doggy door or whatever. It right. is that, <laughs> the doggy door that, opens. The doggy door opens. <laughs> but, but there's always going to be a path forward. And it really is just about perseverance and not giving up and knowing that you're the only expert in your story of transformation. So even though there's another... Um, healer that works with three-legged dogs, you know, with two teeth and one eye, you know, and that's the kind of work that you do. You could also do that. And there's bunches of ways that you could contribute to the lives of the people around you. And I guarantee you, that's the other thing that I found over and over again is no matter how specific or non-specific what it is that you want to contribute is, someone out there is looking for exactly you right now. Someone's looking for that guidance or that the the related story or the clarity or the transformation or just a little clue about what's going to come down the road ahead uh, while they're all kind of moving towards a similar goal. So all of our stories are powerful. All of them are important and, and all of them should be shared. I think that's what we're coming to a, a realization about. And it's so helpful to hear other people's experiences. I mean, I love to hear how you know, how did you get started? How did you do this? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the more people are willing to share information, I think the, the stronger we all become. I'm talking to Mooney Saeed, a spiritual entrepreneur of the Mooniverse. And so we should give your website, themooniverse.com is where people can go. And this is where you also take uh, coaching clients, which you are, you're looking for as well. Yeah, so I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, there's group coaching, there's a bunch of courses that I'm launching this year, which are really exciting. It's just step-by-step -step guided tutorials on how you can start, launch, grow, build, develop your spiritual business. So all of that's available at themooniverse.com. And, you know, I love to talk to spiritual entrepreneurs that are out there anywhere along the path. Um, so if you want to get in touch, you can email me at mooney at themooniverse.com. Definitely get, in touch. get get in touch because it's possible to get that business off the ground. And also if we get any calls, if people are spinning out there and in, in cyberspace and want to join us, <laughs> some, some random person, you know, that wants to start a business if you've been thinking about it and you're, you know, afraid, you're not sure now's the chance to get your questions answered. So give us a call at 816-251-3555 to join the conversation today. So um, we've got a few minutes before the break, but let's kind of get down into the, the nitty gritty of things, sure. you know, so if so, say I have an idea, like, you know, I'm, I, I love to help friends, people always come to me with their problems, but I'm not a quote, therapist. I mean, how important is it to really get yourself degrees, credentials. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I think it's pretty important depending on what you're doing. Like if you're a, a health coach and you don't have any certification or, or anything like that, then why, why should I listen to you about my diet? Totally. Yeah, health and wellness is a very interesting space because there is a, some there's a, accreditation that needs to happen. So you need to be a registered dietitian or you need to have a background in sciences or something like that that gives you the, the firm footing to be able to speak as an expert and an authority. In the spiritual space, it's slightly different. Being a doctor definitely helps. Um, having certifications from different programs definitely helps. But there there is no 
there's no telling and there's no rule as to how you can do this. It really is about what you're willing to contribute and what kind of results you can get. So in certain circumstances, if I took a, a course with uh, Radley Valentine to become an angel card reader and I became certified that way, you know, that's a way that you can start sharing angel card readings with people you know, through your one-on-one -on -one business. If you wanted to become certified in energy healing or certified in chakra clearing or certified in, you know, any of the other light worker or hands-on healing or intuitive techniques or anything that's out there, that's certainly one path to go and get that certification. But a lot of times people have an innate gift that can't really be certified. I've found someone recently at one of my meetups in Los Angeles who's from New Zealand. He's Maori. He's in, and, and you've met him too, Diane. He's, uh, his name is Tapahia Hickey. And he's the superhero reader. And he does these readings that I've never experienced anything like this before. And I, I, I don't know if anyone else is out there doing this where he does something that's so unique that there is no certification for it. And that's where I think most spiritual people find themselves is that they are uniquely qualified by their own life experiences, by their own innate gifts and talents, and perhaps by extrasensory perception, as we found in a lot of the psychics and intuitives that we've worked with. So... It really is about what you want to contribute and being able to get specific about what that is. So if we have a couple minutes, we can talk about it and we can definitely talk about it after the break. But there's this kind of breakthrough moment that a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs need to give themselves or create the space for where you make this very clear declaration about what your spiritual entrepreneurship is going to look like. And there's a whole exercise that we can do about that. But it's really about creating, it's almost like spiritual mad libs. You have to take this phrase and it's, I'm an adjective, adjective, noun, who, verbs. So I'm a dynamic, passionate energy healer <laughs> <I love that. laughs> who clears chakras. You know, so you, you try to narrow and whittle it down so that it's at its most understandable benefit so that people who are searching for you can find out who you are. So it's great to say, you have to oh, I'm own an energy it, right? healer. Yeah, it's great to say I'm an energy healer and I help people through all their this and that and be very broad and, and non-specific. But in this day and age with everyone out there that's doing this and all the different ways you can heal and the different pathways for healing and the different strategies and techniques, it helps a lot to get specific. And it gives you confidence to be specific about it so that you can confidently walk up to someone and say, you know, hey, I'm Mooney and I do this. Or, you know, if you're, I love this version of it. If you're ever stuck in an elevator with Oprah, that you'd be able to use that 15 seconds you have to really get across what it is that you do. So that's something we let's we should do that after the break. But that's an exercise that I recommend everybody does as they're beginning this part of their journey is to really narrow down and try to get really specific about what it is that you want to offer. So it's adjective, adjective. So two descriptor words. So I'm passionate, energetic. And the noun is your title. So energy healing expert or intuitive guide or spiritual coach. And then who verbs and the verb part is what is it that you do? Do you clear chakras? Do you work with energy? Do you remove negative energy? Do you clear space? Whatever it is that it happens, that's your verb. Once you've worked out that sentence, there's another part to it that helps get you even more clear. But that's the part of it that's really fun. That's the exploration at the beginning of all of this is how do we get really clear on who we are as spiritual entrepreneurs so that when we're clear, we can attract the right people to us. That's a great exercise. And and even for for a lot of things, you know, just using using that formula. I like that. That makes sense. So for example, um, well, we've got about, I think, you know, two or three minutes. So okay. for, um, you know, the guy that you were just mentioning, um, Hekia. So how would you describe what he does in a sentence? So Tapahia. In, in that so formula. He, sure, totally. Right. So he is a 
a loving, laughing, intuitive expert who specializes in bringing about clarity into your ultimate self. So it's a little bit more formed now because I've been working with him on creating that phrase. But what he does is, is that in a very fun and very enjoyable and very laughter filled way, he's able to use his intuition skills to help you find and connect with your ultimate self, yourself without fear, yourself without, you know, anxiety, yourself without doubt, yourself without all of the negative limitations that have attached themselves to you through life. So he's really able to create this, this pathway to your super human self and tell you all about that person, what their powers are, what their strengths are, and then some of the things that might be coming up. So we've, we're still kind of working. And what's, what's great about that is in the last couple of months, that phrase has become more and more succinct. And we've gotten closer and closer to what that phrase is going to be. And that's part of the process is you say it now, you work on it, you say it again, you work on it, you say it again, you work on it. So, so for him, it was really important to keep laughter as one of the adjectives and descriptors and, and a fun kind of piece of it, because this is not, you know, a doom and gloom type reading. And Diane, you got one of these readings, so you know. Yes. (laughs) That's why I wanted to use him as an example, because you're right. What he does is so uh, different. You know, when you first, told me about him and said, oh, you're, you're going to get a superhero reading. I'm like, what is that? You know, that, that makes no sense. But then once you, you talk with him, it, it totally all comes together. So we're going to come back. We're taking a short break. We're going to dig in more about helping you get the career that you would love, become a spiritual entrepreneur with my friend Mooney here. So hang tight. We'll be right back in just a few minutes on Unity Online Radio. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. I heard from a young lady who was just starting out as a unity minister. And she said, I am not teaching prosperity yet in my ministry because I have not yet demonstrated it in my own life. And I don't think I should teach what I have not demonstrated. And I wrote her back and said, Honey, (laughs) you've got it all backwards. You need to teach what you want to learn. You teach what you want to demonstrate because you cannot demonstrate what you do not know. There must be an inworking before there can be an outworking. To find out more about Unity Teachings, visit unity.org. Have you ever performed a random act of kindness? In a beautiful new book called Write It On Your Heart, Unity employees make suggestions for random acts they've tried. 
or receive themselves. The book includes 40 ways to express kindness or compassion and has room to journal about your experiences. It's the perfect gift, and you'll want one for yourself, too. Look for Write It On Your Heart at unity.org slash shop. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Get inspired with Temple Hayes and the Intentional Spirit, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Each week, Temple shares tools and practices to help you thrive in the most challenging times. Temple also welcomes fascinating guests who share their stories and struggles on the spiritual path. Follow Temple on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date with the show. Become an Intentional Spirit with Temple Hayes here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Be Present, The Diane Ray Show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad you could check out the show today, being present with me and my guest, Mooney Saeed, the spiritual entrepreneur. And we've been talking about launching a business that you can really leap out of bed and be happy to go to work every day. <laughs> not not yes. all of us, uh, not all of us are in that position. And it's something that I always hear people complaining about having to drag themselves to work. So you want to be doing something where you're helping people, you're giving back you know, really doing something that you love. And Mooney's a marketing expert. So we're going to dig into that a little bit. You know, hopefully this won't bore people. But if you're interested in launching your business, something you need to know is marketing. I mean, it's so important. And especially now when so much marketing is being done on social media. Um, I mean, I've worked with people all the time. They're like, well, what do I do with Instagram? And the thing that, that I think is is interesting, people are afraid to ask questions that they're going to look stupid. I mean, I know I'm, I've been in that situation where when I was first launching Instagram, like, what do I do? You don't know, you know, so let, let's dig into that a little bit as far as, you know, how the marketing world has changed. I mean, even just, just over the past, you know, well, definitely over the past 10 years, things have changed light speed, but just even over the past few years, you know, what do you really need to know for someone who doesn't know anything about marketing to get your business off the ground. Yeah, definitely. And this is something that I encounter all the time. And there are no stupid questions here. I think this is all a right. part of a journey that, that we're on as we are exploring these feelings or these abilities or these these callings, so to speak, if you're answering that call of I should be doing something or I'm being called to do something and give greater in a, in a larger way or in a greater way. So at the very base, at the, at the very beginning of all of this, and this is something I've gone through, you know, multiple times with lots of and lots of clients is, and this is, again, it's a, it's a marketing strategy, but it's also very spiritual, is to create and clear the space around your business. And what that really means is buying a URL that you can base your business off of. And a URL is a web address. So www.whatever your URL is.com. 
Um, and there's multiple easy ways to do that on GoDaddy or some other you know web URL services that allow you to purchase uh, the URLs through them. But picking the URL can be really tricky because there's lots of different ways of, oh, it's got to be a .com or it's got to be a this or it's got to be a that. And the truth is, is there's a couple of different ways to figure this out. So way number one is, is that if you can get your first name, last name .com, then you should absolutely get that. And that's something that everybody can go to godaddy.com right now and type in the search bar, their first name, last name.com and see if they can get that. Now, if you're lucky and you're one of the lucky ones and you have an easy to spell, short, easy to remember name and you can get your first name, last name.com, go for it. If you can't get that and it's a little bit different or it's a little bit too long of a last name or your name is difficult to spell or remember, then we want to move to like the next phase of it, which is based on what kind of spiritual entrepreneur you are, you can then roll into something that would be like healing with Diane or Diane Ray healing, or it would be um, readings by Diane or Diane Ray readings or intuition, Diane Ray intuition. So you want to be able to create something that's memorable that people would be able to navigate to and remember and that you'd be i always use this as a as visualization when you'd be getting introduced on the today show or during an interview and they'd say we're talking to diane ray from dianerayhealing.com or healingwithdianeray.com so you want to be able to have it roll off your tongue because you're going to be saying it a bunch as you're working on all of this so that to me is like the very first first fundamental part and what you get to do when you're claiming that space is you get to clear that space so if you've ever worked with anyone like Denise Lynn or anyone else who specializes in space clearing, space clearing doesn't necessarily only mean physical space. It can also mean online space. So I've had clients before that, you know, one of the one of the companies I work with, Celebrate Your Life uh, events, if you've ever done a spiritual event, they're one of the, the longest running companies out there. They've been doing them for 20 plus years. And Neil Donald Walsh and Carolyn Mace and Marianne Williamson and a whole bunch of awesome people speak at those conferences. Just recently, they got their hands on CelebrateYourLife.com. They had been running on CelebrateYourLife.org for a really long time. So when we got the .com, we did a clearing of the space from the last person that owned it so that we could put some new energy into that and be able to move forward with confidence and certainty. So that's something that you get to do. You get to do a space clearing on your website. You get to do a space clearing. You get to invoke the space. You get to create an intention. And that's a very easy first way that you can put a message out to the universe I'm doing this. This is happening, which is really exciting and something to celebrate. I like that. So it's not like you would be saging your computer kind of thing, but it's I mean, more like something internal. You might, <laughs> you might want to sage your computer, but yeah, it is, it's an internal process. It's an intentional process that you can set. And this is something that I, I work on all the time with clients is that, you know, to look at it, to have the URL there, to have it typed onto your computer, to have it there on your screen, even in just a Word doc or even write it down on a piece of paper in front of you and close your eyes, breathe and put positive intention towards that URL, that the right people are going to find you, that it's going to find its way out into the world, that it's going to support the business that you want to have and really create that visualization. And it's a fun way to connect emotionally and spiritually and energetically to what you're intending to do. And that's really saying, look, I own this. This is my business. I'm putting it out there. And I mean, it goes without saying you have to have a website these days. Right. And well, and I mean, you have to have no a, question. A, yeah, eventually you have to have a website. You will have to get there. Um, but there's a lot of steps that happen between buying the URL and actually setting up the website. I think a lot of times people think, well, I bought the URL. Now you need a website. And the reality is, is that there's like 
I mean, there could be many stops along the way once you get that URL. One of the things I suggest to a lot of people first is to go to Google, and there's a Google function that you can use to set up an email address that's not dianeray at gmail.com. It would be diane at dianeray.com. You know, so it gives you that professional level email communication to let people know I'm to be taken seriously. The communications that I'm creating with you have an intention and they're they're professional, they're real, they look professional, they feel real. Um, and it's not, you know, Sparkle Fairy, you know, 444, which is great <laughs> at AOL.com, right. you know, which is great. For your personal but, stuff. For your personal stuff or the things that you sign up for. But professionally, if you're going to, you know, you want to be taken seriously and you want to be you know, given the, that that type of energy, you have to put that type of energy out there. Um, and this is great. Like these things I have tutorials for in some of my new products that are coming out. So step by step, you can watch as I do it. So you can follow along with your screen to be able to purchase the URL, to be able to transfer that URL into the right email address, and then to be able to take that email address and turn it into a business card, which is another kind of small step that you can take early, early on in the process, just a plain white business card with your name, your new professional email address and your professional, you know, URL and a couple of words about what you do. So if you were a pet healer that worked with, you know, I, I love using this example, but if you're a pet healer that works with, um, you know, dogs who, you know, bark too much, let's say, or have, a, you know, emotional trauma or separation anxiety, um, that you'd be able to take a business card and just have your name, your maybe your phone number, your professional email address, and a, a couple of words about what you do and go to a company like Moo or to Vistaprint, go online, very simply create a very simple version of these cards. And then when those cards arrive in the mail, because you get a really great discount off your first purchase, um, you take those cards, you put your hand on them, and again, you pass that intention through that all of these cards are going to go out into the world. They're going to find the exact right person that they're meant to find. And they're like little love notes that you're sending out into the universe and that they will sh they will bring you the people that you want to be working with and bring you the people that are looking for you. And so that way it's a, it's a very kind of dry marketing tactic to create business cards. But at the same time, we're adding in this spiritual dimension and this spiritual level of no, we're, we're not, the, they're not just business cards. They're actually love notes out into the universe. They're actually intentional, energetic little breadcrumbs that we're going to scatter all over at coffee shops and spiritual bookstores and, and veterinary, you know, hospitals and offices and, and all the different places that people would might be looking for that kind of work uh, so that it might find its way back to you. So I think that's another really great step that you can take that happens after buying your URL before setting up your website. Um, and it really is something that's empowering. And then you'll start getting emails, you'll start getting phone calls, you'll start getting people that are curious about what it is that you do and how you can work with them. And then all of a sudden you've got this flow of energy and interest coming towards you. So would you recommend um, it? Well, it is exciting when that starts to happen, you know, yeah. and, and people start interacting with you. So would you say take those steps and then the social media piece even before you do a website? Yeah. But, would that you know, be a good idea? Definitely. So say, for example, we were we, your URL was, you know, Diane Ray Healing and Diane Ray Healing had uh, you could get your Instagram or you could get your Facebook or you could get your Twitter or you could get, you know, the, the big three, I think, at this point or your YouTube channel. Um, those are the ones that you want to focus on. But the great part is, is you don't have to become an expert in any of that. All you need to go out and do is claim the space. So you go and sign up for a Twitter account. It's very easy. It's very step-by-step. -step. Name, email, you use your new email address. 
um, you know, to be able to attach it all so that it's it's all living in that same space. So you'd get Diane Ray Healing as a Twitter handle or as a Facebook handle or as an Instagram account um, so that you could kind of, again, create that space, claim that space, clear that space so that when you're ready to start exploring those options and areas, you already have them. I think that's the important part is, is don't worry about figuring it all out. It really is just about declaring and creating and claiming that space as an area that you're going to be exploring. I think that's the important first step. Um, and once once you get past all of that and you have that established, you know, I think, Diane, the question you're asking is, is figure out for yourself which of those that you are most attracted to. It's better for you to become really good and really proficient and really happy and really connected to one of those as opposed to very, what's the word, very um, lightly attached to all of them. So it's better for you to go deep with one than it is for you to go shallow with a bunch, if that makes sense. So you mean it's better to so say that um, you're talking about social media like Facebook, social media specifically, yeah. Right. So it's better to have at least one decent account that you're paying attention to than to try to juggle several. Right. And because it is, it, it can become tricky. And then one of the things that we've learned, you know, in all the marketing that we've both done is that each one of those platforms has a different type of language. It's like, it's, right. it's like, you know, we all, we're all speaking English, but this one is, you know, from New England and this one's got a Boston accent and this one's got, a, you know, the New Yorker accent and this one's got a Southern accent and this one's got a California like, hey, you know, there's a different vibe that goes with each one of these different platforms. And so you want to be able to pick the one that you feel the most comfortable speaking in. And they all they're all a little bit different. So if you were to just take what you put on Facebook and dump it onto Twitter and then dump that onto YouTube, that might work, but it's not going to be the way people are used to communicating on those platforms. Um, so it really is about picking one that you love. And, you know, the important part, too, that gets it, it can get overwhelming about what do I say? Like now that I have all these platforms, what do I say? What do I do? And that's a question that we all kind of struggle with because there's so much to say about the work that we do in, in the spiritual space. There's so many benefits. There's so many struggles. There's so many breakthroughs. There's so many um, transformational things. They're all big or small or somewhere in between. And so it's important to remember, and, and I learned this, you know, in a hotel room on one of my trips, watching uh, a behind the scenes Oprah special from when she went to Australia, like in the, the mid to early 2000s. And she, she came across this instance where she was in front of a ton of people in Melbourne and they didn't really prepare anything for her to say. So she just got up there and she was waving her arms around and saying, hey, it's great. I'm here. I'm Oprah. Nice to see all of you and didn't really have anything to contribute. So one of the things that came up in a meeting afterwards in this special was she was telling her team, everything is a teaching moment. Every time I'm in front of people, I want to be able to teach or heal or guide or bring something. So I think that's important to remember when you're doing social media and when you're doing any marketing in the spiritual space is every if everything's a teaching moment, what do you want to be teaching? And if you can ask that question or what do people need right now or what what does the world need right now or what what would I want to hear right now or what would my best friend want to hear right now to ask yourself those questions helps you in creating a blog, in creating a post, in commenting on things, in creating a newsletter, in creating anything that would be going out into the world to help bring people back to you to work with you. Because it really is a whole new world now. And you have to remember, too, that those things that you put out there don't necessarily disappear forever. Right. I mean, no, they're out there. You know, they're out in the there. Morning, yeah. You know, and that's what's great about YouTube. Drunk videos and tweeting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that's what's don't great about, that. about the way that you do all those things is that you never know who's going to be searching for you at two o'clock in the morning 
on YouTube or on Instagram or on Facebook or find something and somebody shared it or somebody liked it. There's no telling how that's all going to happen. So every single one of those moments is an opportunity to connect with somebody out there when they most need it. So it's, it is a, it's a beautiful way to kind of take the pressure off of, is this markety or is this going to get the result or is this going to do this or is it going to do that? Like to, to put that kind of connected attention, intention toward it of like attachment to something happening doesn't necessarily always pay off. But if you're committed to, I'm creating something that's going to bring healing or comfort or clarity or transformation or something that's going to contribute on a higher level to someone out there who needs it exactly when they find it then that's a beautiful commitment to have with social media and everything you create. Uh, and it's, it's less stressful than being like, I got to make sure it's perfect so that this happens. Right. Just having that intention. And also wouldn't you say consistency is important with, with your marketing? I mean, you've got, you've got to be doing something at least yeah. on a regular basis. That's something basis. That, that as your business starts to grow and starts to become something where you'd have an audience that would be paying attention or you'd have something that, that people could follow is to really be there for them in a consistent way. So that's like, you know, they want to know that you're always there. They want to know that on Tuesdays they can count for your newsletter. And on Wednesdays that you have something, a little bit of wisdom on Instagram or on Thursday you'd have this. And so really all it is is about building a schedule and, and staying accountable. And that's a lot of the work that I do is help people stay accountable to the commitments that they've made so that they can continue to serve on this level and continue to be there for their audiences and for the people that they want to work with whenever and wherever they need their, you know, that comfort or that guidance. So that's what, that's why it's so fun to look at marketing from a spiritual angle, because it's less about all of those like icky marketing things that a lot of people consider when they think about marketing, they're like, oh, marketing's gross, or I don't like that. And so there's a marketing angle to it. And then I kind of tell it this way to make it easier to understand. We are all one part monk and we're all one part marketer as spiritual entrepreneurs. We're, we're monk and marketer. And we have to take those two identities or those two archetypes and be able to bring them together in a way that empowers both. So if the monk is saying, how much can I give away for free or how much can I contribute or how much can I give? And the marketer is saying, how much can I get? How much can I make? How much can I earn? Separately, those two things will not be successful as a spiritual entrepreneur. So if you're giving it all away for free, then how would you how would you make a living doing it? And if you're only in it to get something out of people, eventually they'll figure that out and then they, they'll choose another path. So if you can take those two identities and bring them together, then you can say, this is what I'm willing to give. This is what I'm ready to get. And it, it creates this yin and yang type feeling and this kind of healthy um, connection and this healthy not pressure, but like a, a little bit of a a balance to what you do as a spiritual entrepreneur. And the faster you can get to that place where you know that there's some marketing things you're going to have to do, but on the flip side of it, there's some really beautiful contributions you can make that it really creates a whole being for you to play, play with and to be and to expand into rather than feeling like you're giving it all away too much or that you're making a ton of money and you feel weird about it. And you really want to make, in addition to intention, I think that's really important, but don't you think engagement and connection is important too? Like if people are, even if it's one or two people only just commenting or, or liking and sharing, then you should try to interact with them. 
Yeah, I think it. Listen, connection is always going to, you know, be the be the thing that draws and attracts people to you. They're going to want to know about you. They're going to want to know about your journey, about your, and you know, they'll make comments. And and again, those comments are all openings for you to connect with people and to share more of your story and to share more of who you are and share your gifts. So if somebody's commenting it, you know, on a picture that you you put up there, a lot of times it's. Uh, people are like just hit the like button or they they heart it or they whatever they do what they do that's just a simple thing but you never know what it's going to mean to somebody when you're starting out that you took a minute to write back a little encouragement or or a sincere thank you or i'd love to connect with you you know send me an email here um, and really kind of engage and keep that conversation going it breathes life into this digital space that sometimes can feel really lonely so i think that's another great thank you for bringing that up because that's another great way to kind of connect to who you are as a spiritual entrepreneur and keep that as part of your your presence out there in the internet and out in the universe. Well, it's something that I try to do where, you know, occasionally I'll get people will find me with a random email or, or they'll message me through. Um, I'm on everything, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, you can find me, you know, I'm out, I'm out there um, on my website as well. And I like to interact with people. It's just interesting to me where they're listening or, or where they they touch base with you. Um, but you also have to watch out for the dark side of that too. Um, you know, where I, I had a friend just recently launch um, an online course project that she's working on and she got some trolls, you know, <laughs> like people were it happens. Um, saying negative things and she, she tried she handled it with grace and I've seen other people do it too. I was watching a Facebook live with uh, Cheryl Richardson and apparently she was getting people, you know, trolling in making negative comments and she's just like okay i'm deleting you delete you delete you mm -hmm. you know and that's you kind of have to get a little bit of a thick skin right in, in that regard it's a thick skin but you also have to understand where that's coming from i think a lot of times uh it's important to remember that any of those negative feedbacks it, it it's not about you it's not about us as spiritual entrepreneurs it's about something that they're confronting or confronted by when interacting with your content so say, for example, if somebody were to send me an email saying, you know, like some negative thing, I would be able to now as a spiritual entrepreneur, having done this now for 10 years, be able to like to, to take that and say, okay, I understand that something that I said, something that I did, something that I talked about has confronted a belief that you have held onto that's either kept you stuck or is attached to some sort of trauma or attached to some sort of pain that this is now triggering you to feel like you should reach out across the internet and put me in my place. So originally I would have gotten upset and been like, oh my gosh, what did I do? How can I stop that from happening? Oh no, people are going to see it. But the reality is, is that that's processing pain or grief or trauma and that it may actually open something up for them or it might open up something for somebody else. So I welcome all of it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And everybody out there that's entering this spiritual space, it's going to happen. You're going to get beautiful letters. I remember getting letters at Hay House that the customer service team would forward to me. And I'd sit at my desk crying because I couldn't believe that somebody out there, you know, from the Bronx would write me an email uh, thanking right. me for the work that I was doing. And I'd just sit there and cry. And just as much, we would get upset people who were, <laughs> I can't believe this course didn't this and that. And I didn't this and I didn't that. And that was one of the things that that I formed this this you know, belief around was, you know, if if this was going to happen, that something in there confronted something that they weren't ready to deal with and that one day they'll be ready or this is the beginning of their, their journey to become ready, but there's nothing wrong. I think that's right. the important Just, part to remember. Bless there's them and send wrong. them on their way, right? Bless them and send <laughs> like... them on their way and, and, <laughs> and choose to engage them. Like, that's really it. It's like, I, I hear it as 
someone struggling to find hope, healing, or guidance. Whenever there's a negative thing that comes through, they're struggling with something. And another way, if you want to even make it one step deeper, and this is something I learned from, you know, my grandmother, who was one of my spiritual guides, is that if somebody is going to say something like that to someone else, that there's a chance that they say something 10 times worse to themselves. You know what I mean? It's an expression of pain of, of the voice or the things that the limiting beliefs or the negative self-talk. You know, they talk about Louise and, and all of those affirmations, the way that we say things. If someone's going to come after you and say something mean, it's because they're saying something worse about themselves. Right. Right. That's so true. Now, and so it's a great way to kind of not... take the emotionals out of it. Yeah. I was going to say, believe it or not, our, our time is like whizzing by at a rapid pace. Oh but I did gosh, want to mention a... <laughs> I know. We could go on, you know. Going all um, day. I'll, I'll have to have you back on because um, there's so that. much info. There's so much information to to share that um, you know. I just I want to touch on a couple of other things while I have some time. But so just sure. briefly, um, kind of like what you were saying to pick something to and and concentrate on what you feel that you're better at. Uh, as far as like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm -hmm. and if you can juggle all three of those balls, great. I mean, I'm I'm still trying, <laughs> and and it's succeeding. A it's a lot to do. Somewhat. And yeah, the best way uh, to do it is to schedule it. I mean, that's the that's the easiest way. Anyway, go ahead. I right. I want to um, No, but anyway, so the question being, um, you know, so there's podcasting, there's blogging. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of ways to get your message out there. You know, there's doing videos, which I'm kind of struggling with. I'm like, I hate video. That's why I get into radio. So no one would look at me, you know, and everyone's like, well, you have to do video now. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do it. So would you say kind of a, a similar advice on, you know, look, don't do a podcast if you're not, you're not really loving it or you're not sure or don't force yourself to blog if you, if you're not a great writer. Yeah, I think if, you know, the more, the more blocks you put in front of the pathway um, or the easier, another way of saying that is if you follow the path of least resistance. So if, if podcasting or radio is something you feel comfortable and safe doing, that's where I would start. If video feels something that you feel safe doing and feel excited about doing, then that's where I would start. If blogging is something or writing is something that you love doing, that's where I would start. I think that there's there's an element of everything will happen as it's destined to um, or situations will arise that will make it clear that you need to move in another direction. And I say that out loud and maybe a couple of people that are scoffing are kind of thinking, well, yeah, right. But every time I have been at a crossroads, something has happened that has pointed me in the direction I needed to go. So that's kind of how I've approached everything. That's how I brought it all together as a spiritual entrepreneur. That's how my career has progressed. So that's that's kind of what I hope everybody will discover for themselves is that if you feel safe blogging, then one day one of your blogs might become so popular that people are going to ask you to do a video about it. And you can share that video and feel very comfortable because you'll be ready. And if the video isn't what they're looking for and you want to do a podcast, that the podcast will be what you're ready for. And it's it's something you have to practice. It's something that you have to grow into. I mean, I've done a podcast now. I'm 12 episodes in. I did my first season already. And it took me five hours to record my first one-hour episode of starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And then the second one was a little bit better. And the third one was a little bit better. And it just kept getting better and better and better. And it's something you ease into. So I think that it really is like with any practice, it's creating that intention and then it's taking action and it's following through and it's giving yourself room to grow into it. Like I said, nobody was born, you know, like coming fully formed out of the ocean, you know, like Aphrodite on the clamshells. Like nobody right. did that. Um, everybody and don't be afraid. They are. Yeah, don't be afraid. There are don't be afraid people. to fail. 
Well, failing is the best because you learn knows. something. God knows. <laughs> I've, had, I've had spectacular failures. Yeah. You know, tremendous failures. I don't know if failures I have time. Oh, to... There's my music. I don't have time to even share my great failures. <laughs> we'll have to have another show good on ones. that. That's good ones I was ready to share. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll de- I'll definitely have you back. Some great marketing advice for your business if you're interested, if this... Uh, kind of sparked something in you get in touch with Moody the Mooneyverse.com he can definitely help you out and thank you so much for listening today be present the Diane Ray show and I'll talk to you next week thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.